Kelman on CliffCentral.com. Live from uh, Central Coast, California, let's say what's happening to uh, Chris Burkhard. Chris, you there? Hey, how are you? Very, very good. Uh, you got the headphones on, right? <laughs> Yeah, I'm good to go, man. Good to go. Uh, listen, dude, I got the, the, the biggest envy ever looking at your Instagram. I mean, 1.2 million followers can't be wrong. They certainly aren't. You just literally are able to capture amazing moments and reflect the human earth in a way that very few people are able to do. And you, you taught yourself this photography thing, right? Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was more of a byproduct of just being out there and trying to figure out, I don't know, ways to travel when I was a young, you know, <laughs> young kid without much education or anything like that. So I, I, I guess in a lot of ways I learned kind of the hard way, <laughs> you could say. Yeah. But probably the best way, right? I mean, there is no better way to do something than to just, you know, keep taking a stab at it and not be too worried about like, I don't know, is the, is the, the, the angling of this right? You kind of just got to do it because then you develop a natural feel towards something. I mean, you're in a camera. You've got a very unique relationship at this point in your life. Yeah. And I think, I think, you know, more almost as important as taking pictures is probably just the idea of being able to tell stories and, and mm. being able to write, you know, a caption or something with that image that I guess shares the experience, you know, because that's what people want to, want to, they can really relate to, you know, is, like the verbal expression of it. So yeah, we try. I, I, I mean, we know that a, a musician, they live their lives. And I mean, if somebody is whistling in the street, a musician picks up on that and they, you know, they internalize that. That's how they think. They think in terms of sounds. We know that, you know, for someone that is a filmmaker, they think in terms of, you know, framing a shot and that kind of thing. What is it like to live and think as a photographer? I mean, when you're walking around just randomly, what kind of eyes does a guy like you see the world with? Um, well, I'm colorblind first and foremost. Um, but I, I guess, I don't know, I guess I, I try to take a look at things, you know, from a couple different perspectives, you know, from like a preservation standpoint. Mm. Um, of like what, what's worth protecting or what's, what's significant or meaningful to me. And, and at the same time, I really aim to inspire people to go out and explore these places for themselves. I've never been one to, to try and, you know, shoot photographs to, for myself only. I, I really want to take pictures that, so people can I grasp onto the idea of going there mm. and, and take it, take it somewhere. Make me really jealous. Give me some of the places that you've been to recently. <laughs> Uh, well, I, mean, I guess just in the last year we've been to, um, man, I, I, I travel quite a bit. Sometimes it's hard to remember, but, uh, the Faroe <laughs> Islands, uh, Norway, Iceland, like three or four times this year, uh, New Zealand, um, spent a lot of time in British Columbia, Alaska, um, Denali National Park in Alaska. Uh, mostly, you know, it's funny because most of these are cold places. Mm. Uh, I find that. You know, that's really what I'm drawn to is a little bit more rugged, a little more wild locations. Um, they just seem to be less crowded, and I feel like that's something that I really look for in my work. Tell me about, uh, you know, using your artistry to kind of reflect aspects of society to itself, hoping to sort of inspire some sort of change. I know that a lot of artists, they like to sort of almost hold up a mirror and say, this is who you are as a society. Is there any of that in your work? Are you trying to inspire people to think in any way or act in any way or take stock in any way? 
Absolutely. I feel like that's a really interesting point because I, I'd like to, you know, because a lot of people have this idea that social media is like, you know, is the worst thing out there for the outdoors. Like people are going out and just like, you know, destroying national parks and this and that and whatever. I, I feel like to me, social media is an amazing way for people to have a spark and interest and want to get outside and want to explore these places they see. Mm -hmm. And so ultimately, if you want people to care, if you want people to care about something, if you want people to care about a place and be willing to protect it, they have to know it. They have to, they have to experience it. And that's that for me is ultimately uh, one of the best ways to do that is to give people the opportunity to go experience things. Well, this is what I think is great about you. I mean, you've got over a million Instagram followers. Very often we give Instagram this rap for being, you know, a place where people just take selfies and that's what does the best. But for you, Instagram is really about inspiring people to, you know, interact with Mother Nature on a much more meaningful level. Agreed. Totally. I mean, and honestly, that's, that's really what the takeaway should be is that people should want to, to leave feeling like, you know, Maybe, maybe they were drawn to the outdoors because they wanted to take the selfie or something. Yeah. But ultimately, if you go there enough, you're going to develop, you know, a relationship with that place and you're going to be inspired to want to see it or explore it. So. Do you ever get like I mean, inspiration overload? Traveling the world, taking these amazing pictures, seeing just, you know, mother nature at work and seeing just the most exquisite sunsets, the most exquisite locations, the most exquisite mountains. Is it ever like, does it ever become an overload for you that you have so much energy exuding from being in those spaces that it's difficult to even channel? You know, it's, it's a little bit tough. Um, you know, to be honest, I, I don't feel that at all when I'm traveling or when I'm going. When I'm going to those places, really, I feel it more when I'm just online on Instagram, like, and I'm scrolling with my thumb, looking at photograph after photograph that's really inspiring. It can be really hard for a young creator, like, you know, myself or anyone for that matter, who's just constantly looking at pictures. Um, you know, you're, you're, you're inundated every day with, you know, photographs from all over the world and it can feel a little overwhelming to be able to produce good work you know after you see that you know it kind of does the opposite of inspiring sometimes yeah what, what kind of process do you have to follow before you are able to let a photo out into the world well it that's a good question i actually i kind of have this really simple code of ethics that i try to live by and i usually ask myself a bunch of questions about the image i ask myself okay well you know is this photo promoting the outdoors is it, is it promoting the outdoors in a positive way? Um, am I chasing trends? Like, is it a photograph that's just like a trend that I'm, I shot it because I think it'll be cool or whatever? Is it original? Did it inspire, did it inspire creative, independent thought? Um, is it a photograph that is ultimately going to inspire people to, to make action or, or move or do something, you know? Um, and then if it's something that's like an advertisement or something that I've been paid to do or, mm. or, or a work thing, then I really, I look at those, those questions even more acutely because I want to make sure it doesn't come off as being um, cheesy or cheap or something like that. Yeah. Tell me quickly about not compromising the artistry when there's money involved. Cause I mean, you know, you don't want to be labeled as the guy that, you know, took amazing stuff and then sold out. So how do you walk that line? <laughs> well, I think that in any, you know, you're never going to hundred percent not sell out. You know, it always kind of happens a little bit, but I, I guess the thing is you want to, you want to really minimize any sort of 
message that you're sending to people that, that feels contrived or feels uh, contradictory to what your, your goal is. So for me, I've developed, um, a thesis or like a, um, a sort of mantra or a, you know, a, a message for my work. And I feel yeah. like any young, any artist should really do that. They should, they should create something that their work can live behind. And so for me, basically it's that, you know, we, um, I want to inspire people to care about the planet, you know, and seek out, you know, pl- new places to travel and stuff like that. It's, it's a short sentence, but, but essentially like everything I do, I want to have live underneath those guidelines mm-hmm. so that if people are looking at my work, you know, whether it's something that's a paid promotion or whether it's something that's, that's just, you know, a personal photograph or a commercial photograph that I shot that I'm sharing, it should ultimately all come back to that one general idea. Yeah. I got to commend you also, Chris, by the way, because producer Katz just told me that you just woke up as well. And here I am throwing all these questions at you about the philosophy of photography and everything at like 10 to 8 in the morning in California. No, it's, it's, <laughs> it's good. I've, I've, I've already had the day started and already have emails pouring in. I'm actually been, I, I'm actually traveling to, uh, Iceland next week oh, on cool. like a, on a sailboat in like this super gnarly part of the country. So, um, it's uh i've been having to plan <laughs> all oh, morning since tough. i got up what makes it all worth it in the end i mean is it when you see how many likes you get on instagram what is it that you know is is the payoff with what you do well that's a good question i think that you know for me i never got into instagram i never even got on social media because of the idea that it would be something that could be a business tool or any or something that could do anything i i only got on there to share work so really all i care about is traveling and going to places and seeing the world and that's that's what got me into photography and uh i think it's still the same thing you know this is what i love to do i love to see the world i love to travel and now i have this vehicle where i can bring people along for that experience and Mm. that is super special because it's all of a sudden allowed me to just carry with me um you know the voice of a lot of different people you know and and ultimately i think of them a lot of times when i'm producing images because it, it gets me excited it gets me you know if, if you if you go on a trip you know for a magazine or something like that or you're a young photographer and you you don't have you don't really know where you can put these images you don't really have a place to, to place them mm. um it's all it, then it then it kind of it, sometimes it kind of makes the experience harder you know you, you feel you're not as motivated to work but if you have a place uh where you could push these images out it so cool it's such a great experience because you, you really know um you really know that it's worth it talk to me quickly about capturing the moment and and living in the moment and if for you those two things are the same thing well i mean to be honest they're both those are those are tough <laughs> i think thinking about them separately it's like you know living in the moment is is a really hard thing as a photographer because at least for me you know i grew up traveling to a lot of these places where i was like in the beginning of my career i was like living through my camera i was i was only really truly experiencing the places i was going to when i got home because i would look through the images and what was happening is i was kind of traveling with the camera glued to my face and i wasn't putting the camera down and really experiencing that moment so what i've realized is for me it's been crucial to kind of simplify my process simplify my equipment bring less equipment so that i can spend more time being in the moment and actually experiencing that place. Mm. And what I found is by doing that, by actually being in the moment, by having a story to tell, by immersing yourself in the experience and not just being a bystander, 
but actually like, you know, jumping into that icy lake or, you know, whatever, doing whatever activity it is that I love to shoot by making sure that I take part, it's allowed the images to feel more real Mm -hmm. and to feel more intimate. And that's really been important. Yeah, I mean, it's that whole thing of a picture can say a thousand words. What is it that makes an authentic picture and all of that? And I mean, what you're alluding to here is really, really beautiful because one of the big criticisms of everybody being able to take photos now on a phone or whatever it is and all these places to put it is that you're so focused on the photo that you're not involved in the moment. But what you're saying is that, you know, the two can really come together in a very magical and beautiful way. Totally. It's just a matter of like really taking time to, to think through it, you know, think through the fact that like, obviously like I do commercial photography all the time. A lot of the photographs that I shoot, I don't, I'm not able to take part in because it's not a real authentic experience. Mm. And that's just, that's just, you know, what you do when you're a commercial photographer. But a lot of the work that I share is personal and a lot of it is, you know, stuff that I've planned out and executed and tried to immerse myself in really deeply. And so I think um, an old photographer named Galen Rowell, he really said it best, you know, where he talked about you can't just be a bystander. You have to be an active participant in the work that you do, and that's what mm-hmm. makes uh, unique moments happen. Chris, uh, talk to me as this professional photographer that, you know, has this unbelievable relationship with the camera and also from a societal perspective because you are this artist who is very socially conscious. What is your take on the selfie, bro? Uh, I definitely don't take part very much. But I do have a personal account where I post like just more funny images because there's there's life's too short, you know, for everything to be perfect and and you know all these beautiful landscapes. So I um I have uh I definitely have taken a few in the past, but I really try to avoid it. And I guess yeah. I guess it's all about the the goal. Like I sometimes I share photographs um for I share photographs from a place of like I wanna I want people to know what I look like and it's just more fun like a portrait, but I, I never really try to lift up the camera and take a photo of my face, mm. uh, without really thinking it through first. Yeah. I mean, what do you, why do you think people are doing it? Why are people so drawn to it? Have you ever tried to kind of like analyze it? Well, I, I mean, I have my own thoughts without, without, you know, really getting too deep into the, the psychological aspect of it. But I just think people like the self gratification. You know, we, we post images, we share images for either one of two reasons to either, promote something or um push forward an idea or to validate ourselves yeah and i think that a lot a lot of the stuff falls into the validation category you know we we post a selfie and then we tediously kind of stare at our phone and look at the likes go up you know and and it makes us feel good about ourselves well that's that's kind of a big problem with society i feel like in a Mm. lot of ways like what's what's the point there like I, you know, I could care. The only reason I share photos is that I have a lot of people that follow me and they, they want to know what I look like. So I mm. feel, I feel kind of lame if I don't share <laughs> an image of myself every once in a while. But, you know, I just, I, it feels odd to me when you see accounts where like 90% of the photographs are, are of themselves. Yeah. Yeah. It is a tricky one. Listen, we are big proponents at cliffcentral.com of people using the internet to express themselves. And a lot of people like are struggling to figure out how exactly it is that they should find their voice on the internet. Should they be on Twitter? Should they be on Instagram? What should they say on Twitter? What should they post on Instagram? Like there's so many different platforms to broadcast yourself and you want to partake in the conversation. So, so how does one find find out or figure out, you know, what role one has to play in the internet and, and where one's voice lies? Um, you know, I feel, I feel to be honest, like the, one of the most important things is to be 
is to try to, I mean, this is funny because I hate this word. I hate the word authentic, but to try to be whatever type of authentic that means for you. And, and one of the things I find that's the biggest issue is just people kind of what they write in a caption, you know, um, it's, it constantly, I just see quotes, you know, from authors or people just regurgitated online. And I feel like this is the place for you to be yourself. This is the place for you to be a real human being, you know, write something or write a quote or something that makes you feel mm. real or original or like you placed a little bit of original thought into that experience. You know, if you shot a photograph and there's no caption behind it, there's no story, there's no nothing meaningful, um, then don't post it. You know, it doesn't really it's not it's not worthwhile. And I feel like that's really what makes people relate is the is what you write and yeah. how you write it, how you relay the experience. Listen, dude, it's been such a dope chat. Uh, give me the power line. Give me the one thing to take away from Chris Burkhard, uh, photographer extraordinaire, started from the bottom, teaching <laughs> yourself now we're here. Uh, I mean, traveling around the world, taking pictures. Dude, like what can we learn from your human experience thus far, 29 years in? Man, that's that's such a hard question. I know, right? Eight o'clock um, in the morning, yeah. and I'm asking you these things. Uh, give it to me, bro. I love it. I love it. You know, I, if there's one piece of advice I could I could say is that, um, you know, I guess to travel is you know to know the world, and and I think that um, you know, a camera is such an amazing way to experience the world. But honestly, the more the more we put the camera down. And the more we focus on that experience and what it means to us, I think that's how we're going to ultimately become better people and, and be more inspired is, is by those experiences. And if a moment happens that you can pull up the camera and take a photo and remember it forever, then great. That'll just be a byproduct of that amazing experience. That's that's really how it should be. What kudos so, to you. Here's a guy sitting with yeah. 1.2 million followers on Instagram saying that you should be more in the moment. What a great message, yeah. Chris. What a dope message. Hey. Cheers, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys a lot. So, so cool. It's uh, chrisburkhardt.com. Chris, thank you very much for hanging out. Enjoy Iceland. Yeah, brother. Cheers. Power. You. Uh, you can keep up with Chris on Instagram. It's at Chris Burkhardt. Same thing on Twitter. He takes unbelievable photos. 1.2 million people can't be wrong. A very nice uh, little bit there in the conversation with Chris around, you know, finding out what your voice on the internet is. You know that we are super passionate about you figuring out what your voice online is. And of course, in order to do that, you need dope internet, which is where our friends at MWeb come in. Uh, they are all about helping you get the internet and figure out, you know, what you want to do on the internet. Uh, how the internet can help you and you can join mweb online at mweb.co.za you can hit them up on twitter it's at mweb connect or check them out on facebook it's facebook.com forward slash mweb yeah nice little chat there around uh you know living your best photographic life but also being very present in the moment and not just wanting to capture the moment but be in the moment as well listen what does it mean to be a gentleman in 2015? Polished but mysterious, so racy but polished but mysterious, racy but refined. Introducing Aramis Black, the newest fragrance for the modern Aramis man. Inspired by the contemporary gentleman, the man who wears Aramis Black lives for the thrill. Cliff Central and Aramis Black want you to attend our exclusive rooftop concert experience with musical sensation Mikasa. Head to cliffcentral.com forward slash Aramis Black right now. Answer a question based on an interview with any of our Aramis Black ambassadors and stand a chance to win a 2,000 rand Aramis Black hamper and a prestigious invite to attend one of Mikasa's most intimate performances yet. Aramis Black Eau de Toilette Spray is available at retailers nationwide and online at Red Square. Go to cliffcentral.com for more info, T's and C's. They do apply. If you've never shaved your man garden before, you're missing out on one of life's greatest pleasures. Just remember, with no underbrush, the tree always looks taller. 
The Philips Body Groomer Series 1000 gives you skin protection so your crown jewels are protected. Philips, innovation and you. Kelman on cliffcentral.com.